Bridges Boys. We like beer. We like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondells, IPAs, cider stouts, and the USA. We're just boys. We like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. Well, well, well. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. Steven, I'm so glad you're back on the show. You know... Back on the show? I haven't left anywhere. Yeah, you went to Columbia without me. Rub it in, jerk. Do you know how hard it is to do an entire episode by yourself? Wham, wham, wham. You had a helper. True, I did have help, but still. <laughs> Anyways, we are back here at Fleur Field, downtown Greenville in the West End, for the, what do they say, the, the, they saved the best for last, right? Yep. Okay, so the Greenville Craft Beer Fest. Special thanks to John Sharkey for inviting us back out again. third time in a year, or third time in a row, I get my words and I haven't been drinking. <laughs> uh, yeah, we haven't even started yet, so it's beautiful out today. There's not a cloud in the sky. Um, did a quick walkthrough. How many breweries do you think are here today? Well, I guesstimated 30, but I could be off. Yeah, there's a lot of tents for sure. Well, and each tent has two to three beers. Some breweries brought four beers. So, mm. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get some good beer in my belly. I see a lot of old friends, and I see a lot of new faces. And I see one brewery I want to talk to in particular. They've uh, been around Greenville for quite a while. So, stay tuned, ladies and gents. I guess, uh, Stephen, let's get started. Cheers. Cheers. All right, we are back with our first guest, Stephen. Tell me um, what tent we are with and who we got. Savannah River Brewery. I haven't gotten his his uh, his phone number. I haven't gotten his name yet. Got to get his phone number because we want to go down there and actually do a full interview at the brewery. But. Who are you? Uh, I know you got good beer. <laughs> my, my name is Andrew Tibri. I'm the state sales rep for Savannah River Brewing Company. Uh, we're based out of Augusta, Georgia. I cover the entire state of South Carolina, minus two enclaves, uh, Hilton Head and Aiken. I from Walhalla to Folly Beach, back up to Little River, back up to back up to Walhalla is what I cover. Um, I'm all over the state. I put about sixty thousand miles on my car a year, just pushing, pushing, and pushing. <laughs> I hope you get a per diem. Ah, that's yeah, there's some of that. <laughs> Sounds like you buy a car every two years. Uh, looking at possibly buying my second car here in the next year and a half or so, for sure. Oh, hopefully the interest rates go down first before I buy one. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
It's a beautiful, it's the perfect day for a beer fest. It's not going to be too hot. There's not a cloud in the sky, nice sun shining. So tell me what you brought for us today. Well, today we brought three beers. Uh, we brought our old, trustfully reliable beer, uh, Dungeons and Flagons, which is our one of our double IPAs. Uh, it is 9%. It is Amarillo, Idaho 7, and Mosaic Hops. Uh, we are doing a keg-only beer that is allocated through certain venues in South Carolina called Wired blonde ale the, the only places you're going to get in South Carolina are maybe two or three locations in this venue today and then also the, uh, the brewery itself and then our latest creation is called Piercing the Veil that's not on tap yet it is a black pilsner it is dry hopped and it has a little bit of coffee note on the front end, but it dies off really quickly. And we can venture that on when we kick the one of the two kegs pretty quickly. All right, Steven, you've been in the craft beer game longer than I have. Have you ever heard of a black Pilsner? No, I've heard black IPA, never black Pilsner. So I'm interested. He told me when he poured this little IPA, the Dungeons and Flagons, that once that kicked, he's going to bring it over. So we definitely have to come back, Wayne. All right, so after we get done with this interview, we tell everyone to come to Savannah River, drink their beer so they can put the Black Pilsner on tap real quick so we can come back and drink it. <laughs> For sure. Uh, the Black Pilsner, like I said, was just been released this past month. We, we try to do a new new beer every month for uh, for both for both venues, South Carolina and Georgia. And that, that's, the new, that's the newest iteration. Uh, next month, I think we're going to take a month off from releasing anything. And then in December, we're actually dropping a Baltic Porter called Down to the Depths. Uh, it should be about 55 6% on the average, I'm thinking. Uh, I'll have to double-check with my, my brewers once it gets released. All right, so this uh, blonde one you got here, man, the coffee notes are insane. It's nice and crisp, and it's light. Uh, perfect beer to start the day with oh, for sure. it is definitely a breakfast beer um we actually this is the first year we did it as a blonde ale we usually do it as a heavily coffee infused brown ale our brown ale is called dynamite brown is what we do year round so this year we changed it up a little bit to see how it went and so far so good all right so speaking of november december is there any events at the brewery that you know of that you want to or is that just not your forte it's not my forte per se uh i do i do a lot of the events throughout the state um to be honest with you go to our facebook page and go to all of our events all of our events are posted on our facebook page and also our website more welcome is savannahriverbrew.com or savannah river brewing company on facebook Instagram and TikTok, we have it all. So you just look us up, and we can get you wherever you guys need to go. All right. So any events that you know of through the state that you want to pump between, well, like, November, December? Just just saying. <laughs> there is going to be a lot of stuff in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to be in Myrtle Beach the next week, and we're going to do a tap takeover there in Myrtle Beach. And then the next day on Saturday, we're going to go be in Hilton Head. And then after that, the Hilton Head's having a – craft beer fest on the 28th they'll be i'll be back up in the upstate on the 31st at five forks doing another uh tap takeover and i do believe the piercing the veil will be there as well um it's gonna be a halloween themed tap takeover so where is that going we're in five forks uh five forks lowest foods ah (laughs) our neck of the woods we live around the corner we go there all the time i live about three and a half miles from that that? that that is the 31st oh it's Halloween. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I know everybody kids. has Halloween fans. Yeah. And yeah. So I was like, all right, well, just in case people don't have kids for Halloween or want to take what a small break. What time does it start, though? Uh, I should be there about 3.34, and then we'll go until at least 8 or 9. 
I might stop in on my way home from work. Jerk. <laughs> I have our neighborhood cookout that we do every year. Well, it is what it is. Can't, but, can't go to all of them. Nope. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I will not be at Tap the Rock personally, but we will be at Tap the Rock. My boss, Brian Erder, will be over there uh, pouring cans. So if you guys want to come out to Rock Hill on the 4th of November, uh, there will be Tap the Rock as well over there. All right, Stephen, you got anything else? Ready to go try some more beer. All right, we'll be back in just a minute. We are still having fun here at the Greenville Craft Beer Fest, Stephen. We've come across a familiar face, but a different logo. Clay, what is going on, my man? I am doing well. How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm drinking a painkiller. Bring it kill some pain? <laughs> I mean, there's not a cloud in the sky. It's, it's 60, 70 degrees. Beautiful day. beautiful day, beautiful day. Totally different from last year. Absolutely. So, Clay, tell me who you're with. I am with Holy City Brewing out of North Charleston. We're in Park Circle. Yeah, we've heard a lot about Holy City. We just haven't made it down to Charleston, but we're going to change that pretty soon. So, tell me what you brought for us here at the Greenville Craft Beer Fest today. Yeah, so we wanted to bring in a little bit of a balance, a little bit of everything. I know in this market, especially this time of the year, a lot of people are looking for porters and stouts. Uh, it's still 70 degrees or so. So we wanted to have a nice balanced array of beers. We brought our German-style Pilsner, very traditional and straightforward uh, German-style Pilsner, of course. Um, we did our Folly Time, which is a juicy pale ale. Uh, lots of citra hop in that. Very aromatic, really easy going. 5.5 on the ABV. Kind of more of a summertime style of a pale. We brought our Painkiller, which is a Belgian wit uh, with all the characteristics inspired from the famous cocktail. Uh, this is actually a collaboration that we did with Pusher's Rum. So it has Pusher's Rum extract, coconut pineapple and it has the nutmeg spice as well on the back end and we rounded things off with our Oktoberfest which is a Bavarian lager it's a little untraditional than your normal styles a lot more balanced burnt sugar caramelized malt forward it's a beautiful beautiful beer perfect for this time of the year right now six percent on the ABV it, it's been the winner so far at our table you know, they say that stout season is all year round. I am a fan of Oktoberfest being a season all year round. Very much so. Uh, I know sometimes it can get a, a connotation only connected to this time of the year. Um, like I said, with, our, with us doing more of a Bavarian lager, it plays a couple different hats. You can wear a couple different hats. People who are into brown ales, uh, reds and ambers gravitate towards that style of beer. Like I said, it's only 6% in the ABV. Very balanced hop character. Uh, we're one of the first locals in the low country to, oh gosh, because this guy, uh, let me, uh, let me tend to this really quick. All right. So it looks like you got the uh, situation at hand there, Clay. Uh, since Holy City hasn't been on the podcast, tell us a little bit about, uh, your brewery and its location. Most definitely. Uh, so in this new location, we are located off of Sproul Avenue at the top of Park Circle. Uh, we're right across the street from Firefly. Um, as you know, Firefly does a lot of uh, a lot of music acts, and it's, it's basically a music venue that's a distillery. Uh, just recently, we had uh, Willie Nelson there uh, just past Thursday doing his farewell tour. 
and that brought a whole lot of influx of uh, people over to the brewery. Um, our new location we got there in 2019. Um, unfortunately, COVID kind of shut us down as far as our tap room opening. So everything we were doing was just distributing out of that particular space. Um, from there, we were able to open up once, you know, everybody got clearance and uh, it was safe to have folks back into the building again. Uh, we have about 50, uh, 50 drafts, uh, taps available. Um, we make everything from cider. We make hard sodas. Uh, we have some cocktails available on draft. At any given day, you have anywhere between about 35 to 39 different draft beers available in-house. So, in other words, proverbial, something for anybody, you've got it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We have we have a little bit of, of, of everything available, um, you know, from even when in your beer nerd uh, realm of things. You know, we got some Baltic lagers on, uh, black ales on, uh, some Belgiums, and this is stuff that we usually carry year round uh, we do we, we're a large a large space we're one of the low country's largest production brewery so that gives us an opportunity to make some really funky weird one-offs uh that you can't find in distribution and you know hopefully it stirs up the pot enough to get people to come by steven you got anything no um i just want to say thank you again for talking to us most definitely and i'm ready to try some more of that beer that he talked about Absolutely. Uh, any events that you know of coming up towards the end of the year that you guys want to promote while we got you on the air? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, November the 5th, that is a Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, we have our MASH Fest. Uh, so we have about 20, maybe 30 different bourbons, a lot of allocated stuff. Uh, I know for a fact that we'll have like some really dope uh, offerings from like Willette. We'll have a Pappy available as well. Um, and we're partnering with Lewis Barbecue. So Lewis will be providing us with all the food. And uh, of course, we'll have some, some Holy City beers out there in the mix. And on the 15th of November as well, that is a Wednesday, we have a comedy show at our Porter Room. Uh, it's Comedy by the Creek. And we actually have a special guest from uh, MTV's Wallin' Out. His name is Burpee. Burpee will be in town for uh, Comedy by the Creek. He is the headliner, and we hopefully have some local acts as well coming up. Nice. Well, Clay, thanks again for being on the podcast. Always great seeing you. you get, no matter what event it is, you guys bring some fire beer. So cheers, and we will see you soon. Cheers. All right. We are back, and we've moseyed our way back up to the front of the uh, gates here at the Greenville Craft Beer Fest at Floor Field. Stop by a tent with uh, some interesting beer names here. We're at uh, Southern Barrel Brewing Company in Bluffton, South Carolina. How are we doing today? We're doing great. Enjoying this beautiful weather that we're having. It's not rainy and it's not windy like years before. I heard it was very cold last year, so I'm glad we got some nice weather. Absolutely. Serving some delicious beers today. All right, and uh, uh, what's your name, and what do you do for Southern Barrel? My name is Daryl Sherbert, and I am the Territory Sales Manager for Southern Barrel. I cover the Greenville Market, Spartanburg, and Columbia. I've been with them since March of this year, so I'm, I'm not even a year old with the company yet. All right, uh, tell us what beers you brought for us today. Today we brought the Damn Yankee, uh, which is our flagship beer. Uh, it's the first beer that went to market for us eight years ago when we first opened. It's a New England-style IPA, unfiltered. 
Uh, we have our seasonal lowdown brown, imperial brown ale, and we have our Oktoberfest, Fest beer. That's right up your alley, Wayne, Oktoberfest. That's what I'm sipping on right now. All right, so I got to grab one of their beers, too. All right, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Trying to finish this one. <laughs> All right, so I thought the name uh, Damn Yankee was pretty funny for a South Carolina brewery, but then I read it's a uh, New England style, so uh, it fits. Uh, the Low Down Brown, very nice. A little warm out here today for it, but uh, pretty good. And, you know, it's always fest beer season to me. Absolutely. Always fest beer season. Um, the Damn Yankee, actually, our owner is from Pennsylvania, so they were kind of having a little bit of fun with themselves when they first named that beer. And uh, it's it's very popular around here because we have a lot of northern friends here that have moved here now. So uh, I'm surprised at how many people have come up today saying, hey, I'm a damn Yankee. Give me that beer. So I hear that a lot. I'm not from up north, but I wouldn't admit I was a damn Yankee. <laughs> well, me neither. I'm definitely not a damn Yankee. I was born and raised in Gur. If anyone listens to the podcast, they know that already. <laughs> That's all right. I like to remind them every now and again. This is only like our 54, 53 interview. Something like that. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to tell us about uh, Southern Barrel? Uh, just to look out for us in your local stores. Uh, we're, we're getting ourselves ramped up here in the Greenville markets, the Spartanburg and uh, Columbia markets. Uh, we're at lots of different restaurants and bars, uh, select grocery stores and package stores, and that is growing every single day. Thanks to KWF Greenville. They're, they're helping us get that done. Good deal. All right. So keep an eye out at your local establishment and package stores for Southern Barrel Brew. All right. We'll be back in just a minute. You know, Stephen, we're at a craft beer fest, but I've seen some other things here that are beverages, but they're not craft beer. So where are we at? Well, I'm drinking a jalapeno. What? Where are we at? Well, I was going to tell what beer I'm drinking from Fizza. You rained on my parade. It's not beer. (laughs) I'm drinking an alcoholic beverage, jalapeno, and ginger. That's all I got to say. You're going to make me go find my safe spot. (laughs) All right. Well, it is what it is. But we are here at, was it Fizza? Yes, sir. Fizza. And, uh... We got a gentleman here. Uh, what is your name? And please uh, pray tell what kind of beverage you're drinking. All right. So my name is Mike Ridgeway. Um, we got a brewery out of Charleston, South Carolina. So um, you know, technically, from you know the TTB or tax purposes, we're considered a beer. But really, we make hard kombucha, and that is basically fermented sweet tea, which is pretty familiar in the South. But the beverage itself is as old as beer. It's been being made, you know, since you know millennia ago. Um, in like China and Russia as a health elixir where you basically use not only yeast like you do in beer but you also use bacteria to break down the sugars and the caffeines within sweet tea um, and what it does is it creates uh, it creates a lot of alcohol and then in turn the, the bacteria break down the alcohol and all these yummy fruity organic acids and so it drinks more like a wine or a cider or, or something else but it's, it's considered a beer 
So hard kombucha is just fermented sweet tea. That's exactly right. Yeah. Like wild fermented sweet tea. So it is truly a southern drink. Absolutely. All right. So tell me what uh, hard kombuchas you brought for us today. All right. So today we have our classic. Uh, both of them are, are considered or are, are under the name Fizza. Fizza hard kombuchas. Um, you know, one of the most classic flavors kombu- for kombucha is ginger. So our, our basic, you know, ginger kombucha is, is kind of our flagship. And it's called Fizza. And then we also have a new one that we've been trying out to kind of cater to the beer crowd um, where we dry hop it with, I think, Cascadia, Cashmere, and Chinook. And um, Cashmere. Cashmere. That's right. A little fancy. And then we add a little hint of jalapeno um, to kind of give that IPA style to some beer. But it's not overpowering. Like, when I think about jalapeno beers, I get that, like, strong... Like, oh, my gosh, I can't take any more sip of this. Yeah. And when she asked me what I liked, she said, do you like ginger? And I was like, no, but I'll try anything once. But the the jalapeno and the ginger work good together as a flavor combination. Neither one of them is overpowering. So I'm trying the classic ginger, and, you know, it's kind of light. It's kind of spritzy. Yeah. it's, It's definitely not beer per se. But it's not a seltzer either. It's a kind kombucha. of a ha- it's a happy medium. As, as our head of sales, Russ is, says, it drinks like a Sunday fun day. I, I like that idea. All right, so you guys are in uh, Charleston, you say? Yes, sir. Charleston. How long have you been there? All right, so we started brewing in uh, in December, and we just started distribution with Advantage uh, back in June. So we're babies. Well, welcome to the Upstate. Uh, where can people find your uh, lovely beverages? So right now, if they want to get some in Greenville, after the Beer Fest, the one place they could go where it's in stock are the two locations of Smoke and Brew. I think one's on Woodruff and one's on North Pleasantburg Drive. Um, hopefully we'll be in a few other places up here soon. We're really going to stick around and kind of take some samples around and work with our reps uh, to get some stuff out. But we're making a big push up here, and then uh, we think that this market up here is like a a healthy driven consumer um, that would really appeal to this product. You got anything else to add, Stephen? Yeah, I like that idea because I was talking to Kat earlier, and when she said smoking brews, I live off of Woodruff Road. Wow. And so, smoking brews, too, actually. All right, you got anything else to uh, pump here in the next uh, month and a half, two months there or so? Uh, over here? Uh, well, we'll be at. Um, just down, just down back uh, towards the coast, we'll be at uh, in Ridgeville for the Edisto Blackwater Boogie, and then we're going to try to get back up here as soon as we can. We really want to, we really want to embrace Greenville, um, and then maybe towards Hilton Head after that. But we're also still working on getting our Charleston market, you know, fixated. All right. Well, thanks for bringing this lovely beverages, and we'll be back soon here. In just a few. Thanks. All right, Stephen. We are back here at the Greenville Craft Beer Fest. We've run into a new brewery to the festival, but an old, old name in the business. Thomas Creek Brewery. Welcome to the Upstate Beer Boys podcast again. Yes, sir. My name is Derek with uh, Thomas Creek Brewery. I'm the head brewer. And uh, how long have you been with Thomas Creek? Uh, Yes, sir. I've been with them for a year. I moved uh, up here from Minnesota. Tom reached out to me. 
last uh, like May uh, got a hold of me online and asked if I would be interested to be coming up here to be the head brewer. Well, welcome back to the Upstate then. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Tell us what you brought today. Uh, today at the Greenville, Greenville Beer Fest, we brought our uh, nice, amazing coconut porter that is uh, available in the taproom house um, and locally for restaurants to be purchased. Um, we also brought a fan favorite, the uh, Oktoberfest. Uh, it's a little out of the ordinary for American-style beer here in the uh, United States. It's a more German-style, has a little more hops, not a lot of uh, sweetness uh, character to it, uh, which brings a nice German feel to the beer. So the other beer that I am that I just got through drinking, i got to get some more. <laughs> the chocolate orange IPA. I'm so glad that y'all brought that back. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice uh, hometown, good feel, favorite uh, for everybody around. And uh, after about five to six years, we decided to bring it back and show, them, show the upstate and South Carolina what we still got. Yeah, everyone knows uh, Trifecta and the Red Ale and a couple of the staples, but there is so much more to Thomas Creek, like this coconut porter. Man, oh, man. I think I'm on my second or third or fourth sample of it. This is some good stuff. I love the coconut notes notes in it. The porter is uh, very robust, but it's not bitter. Uh, it's some great stuff. So you mentioned different hops in the Oktoberfest. Uh what you got going on with that? What kind of hops are you using? Uh, in the Oktoberfest, we still keep it traditional. Um, hollow tower, a um, little bit of hollow tower, middle fruit. Um, the thing is, we uh, we hopped it up a little more than ordinary, and I cut back a lot of the uh, malt and sweetness that you get from the malt bill. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, any other beers you got coming up? Uh, I've seen you got uh, a new hazy out there in the market. And um, is there like a, a, a lager or two out there? Uh, yes, sir. Along with the uh, the OGville, which uh, we reamped the uh, the recipe, um, we hop that. We dry hop that with uh, two pounds per barrel. So for a sixty barrel batch, you're looking at about 120 pounds of hops goodness in that fruity, delicious glass of beer you'll be drinking. Um, along with that, also, we introduced a rice lager. It is a Japanese-style lager beer, uh, 60% Pilsner, 40% rice. Um, really smooth finish, uh, nice, crisp, clean beer on a nice, sunny, cold afternoon. Now, can we expect those in distro anytime soon that you know of? Yes, sir. We have it in kegs available for distribution and cans. It should be hitting the upstate anytime within the next month. All right. So if you don't see Thomas Creek at your local establishment where you buy beer to go, tell them to stock it because I know the name's been out there forever, but they make some phenomenal beer. And this new stuff they got coming out, you don't want to sleep on it. You definitely want to try it. Steven, you got anything? And if you 
don't want to go to a little area like that, a tap room, or go buy it, go straight to the brewery off of 20 and 85. It's very simple to get to. Yes, sir. Derek, thanks for being on the show. You got any final words to say? No, sir. Thank you very much, and we appreciate the beer community here. All right. We'll be back in just a minute. Thank you. Lovely day here in Greenville at the Greenville Craft Beer Fest. We've come across a place at a fountain inn, Voodoo Brewing. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for having us on. So you're a familiar face. We've talked about being on, or you've been on our show. We know all about Voodoo. So what did you bring today for the beer fest? So we bought three different beers for the beer fest, kind of mix it up a little bit. We have our really? Schnitz and Giggle Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> That's all over you right now. It's all over me because my dumbass. <laughs> He's cut you're, off. You know, I didn't even have that much to drink. You're gonna need a little bit more though. Yeah. You can't taste it without that. Hold on. It's good. I didn't get it on you, did I? No, no, you're good. I kept you around me all the time. <laughs> all right. So how's was the snitzing giggle. Tastes really good. I got it all <laughs> over myself because I went to pick it up. My my uh, greasy fingers dropped it so it's a so, mars and lager oktoberfest yep it's i think it's 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 really really nice they're using traditional uh, traditional german recipe um as far as yeast everything for the for the oktoberfest so what do y'all do at y'all's um y'all's location in fountain inn what do y'all offer so i've got 24 taps and you got something to keep everybody happy. So you've got wine, you've got specialty cocktails that, that we mix up um, for our customers as well. Uh, out of that, you've got from ciders to, to every, every one of your beer styles. And then we'll also do can pours for some specialty items as well. And the biggest surprise I think for most people is the food in the menu. Right now we're doing probably half of our business is all food just based off of people coming in. And there's more people coming in for that. What's your best seller food-wise? The Fudu Smash Burger. It's okay. huge, and, and I put the, the wings right up there. So we smoke in-house. Our wings are smoked, flash-fried, and uh, um, pretty much any f- flavor you could think about, including the most important one, Buffalo Hot. There you go. <laughs> All right, so tell us about the beer there down there, Voodoo in Fountain Inn. So it's, it's actually it's, it's all about the beer. And our beer is brewed in Meadville, Pennsylvania, um, mm-hmm. all of the different styles. And they started in 2005, the, uh, uh, the two, two brothers that, that you know, started everything. And uh, one of them is a, is a, is a chemist by, by trade and uh, is, is an incredible brewer. And right now he's, he's doing different things internationally. Uh, with with you know other brewers, they're invited to all kinds of different international um, brew fests, and they do a huge wow. Good Vibes Festival in Pennsylvania every year, where they have all the different countries come in as well. What's your best seller you got there? So it's it's a mix because where we are in South Carolina, we even sell a ton of light beer. 
Okay. So our, our empty calories is, is our, our light beer. Uh, it's, it's, I think, a little bit more flavor. It's a little bit higher on your ABV than some of the other light beers out there. But we've converted a ton of people you know, on that and then kind of moving them into the next steps of, of craft beer. A lot of people said that Found Inn probably wouldn't be a great place for, for craft beer, and it's actually turned into the exact opposite. Well, that's good. I mean, it's a little bit of a drive to Greenville where the big beer scene is. So at least Found Inn, y'all are giving people that live there good food and good beer. Yep. And there's more. There's, a, there's another brewery that's going to be coming in um, uh, probably within, within the next year. Uh, all the building that's happening between Simpsonville and, and Fountain Inn. And I think it's such a huge alternative to wanting to always have to drive into Greenville, which is great. But you have to deal with the traffic. You, you, know, you have to come back. And a lot of people would rather stay local. And we're, we're, there's always something to do. So, I mean, yep. we've got... 3,500 square feet upstairs. We've got a special event room um, downstairs. We open that it's a thousand. We do parties and, and weddings, and the outside space is, is is wonderful on that side. But we've got from trivia to music bingo to um, great live music uh, um, constantly every single week, and uh, you know it's always something to do. All right. So besides the schnitzen giggle that uh, Stephen has, that I poured all over myself everywhere. Uh, what else did you bring today? So we bought Omama, which is a golden lager, actually brewed for the band Styx. So Styx came to Voodoo and asked to get, get this beer brewed for them. They play um, Renegade for all of the Steelers games, and they wanted their own beer. And this has been brewed for them. It's, it's a great golden lager. Uh, we also bought uh, just something that I didn't think anybody else had here was a Russian Imperial Stout, Big Black Voodoo Daddy. That's 12%, and it's gone over extremely well today. Luckily, it's not too, too hot outside because that Russian Imperial Stout is super smooth and super deceptive. Yes. Yes. He. That was the very first beer that I got poured today, and he said, you got to try it. I didn't even realize the high percentage ABV, but it was very smooth. It drank like a 5%. Very good. Special breakfast beer. Yep, there you go. And it was breakfast time right. when we... And it was 5 o'clock somewhere. Yep. It's always 5 o'clock somewhere. All right, so anything coming up in here in November, December at Voodoo? There is. in Right now, in October, we just started... Uh, we do our specialty um, cocktail flights. So we've got a specialty Halloween cocktail flight that's going from now to, to Halloween. Um Six spook, spooky cocktails are on it, and it's it, it's. You got a picture of that yes, down there at your booth. Absolutely, you have to take a, a, a picture of that. Um, we've had the Oktoberfest um, um, food special that we've done um, all month long, but for Halloween we've got uh, a dress-up contest. We've got bands, uh, um, pretty much something happening. Um, special Halloween trivia. Yeah. A lot of lot of lot of things happening even before we go into the end of the year. All right. Well, Wayne, we've been talking about it for the last year and a half. Yeah. We need to go down to Fountain Inn, just below us. We live, you live in Five Forks. I live around the corner. We need to go and finally sit down with the man and drink his beer. Let's coordinate our schedules and make it happen. Yep. So, uh, you guys, how many Oktoberfests have you tried today? 
three. Two or three. Two or three. Two or three. Okay. Have you had any better than this? So, <laughs> obviously, I spilled mine all over. I'm going to go get another glass of it when we get through with your interview. Deal. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. We'll be back in just a minute. Thank you. Best quality. All right. So, we're winding down the Greenville Craft Beer Fest. And uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't stop by the Pangea tent and talk with Lee Steven and uh, Corey here. Hey, how'd you guys do today? Uh, did great today. Really enjoyed chatting with everybody, uh, talking about our beer. Uh, we brought some of our staples today, our Valhalla Juicy IPA, our Chupacabra Puerto Rican-inspired light lager, and our Cos Scandinavian lager. Uh, really want to kind of reach out to people. We just uh, started distributing our cans a few months ago, so wanted to bring those brands out and showcase them. Yeah, I noticed, uh, I think in Lowe's Foods, I've got, you can get your, the Chupacabra and then your uh, your cold IPA, which has got a really funky tiger on it. Yes. Tell me about a little, little bit about that. So, yeah, that's our uh, Stone Cold Sabertooth Tiger cold IPA. Uh, so, wanted to do something really, really fun with that one. Uh, kind of going back 90s vibes for all of it. Uh, cold IPA kind of like slow fermented, so really clean on the malt side. We use some of Carolina's Tennessee two row for that so really clean forward we want to make sure the hops are more forefront than anything so kind of a cross between a west coast and a hazy ipa so got a slight bitterness there but very kind of citrusy piney resiny finish there for it well i'm happy with all the beers you brought all right so tell me a little bit what's the difference between the uh, scandinavian lager and the uh, puerto rican lager you guys brought today Sure. Uh, so Scandinavian Lager actually uses a Norwegian yeast. Uh, it's one of our Quebec strains that we use in-house for a lot of different things. Uh, both of them use using 100% craft malt for that. Uh, the Chupacabra, we use a Mexican lager strain, and we actually use some locally grown and malted corn in there, too. Uh, we use some fresh lime zest in the boil to give a little bit of a pop, uh, and then we actually in-house serve it with a fresh squeeze of lime juice in there, too, to really bring that acid, uh, kind of make it a little bit brighter right at the end there for a fresh pop. All right. I know we were there, like, in, what, 2021. So anything new happening at uh, Pangea that we don't know about? Uh, always a lot going on with the park around us for that. So starting to get into some more events. Uh, we're actually going over to Porch Fest tomorrow, music festival. Um, like I said, we just started distributing our cans about a month ago, so we're starting to get that rolled out a little bit more. Hopefully you'll find us in a few more bars, restaurants, grocery stores along those lines um, and kind of expanding out our operation there. We've got a new 15-barrel lagering tank coming in in February, which we're super excited about. Uh, we'll let us kind of start doing a few more seasonal lagers throughout the year. Uh, and expand out on that. So, you said 15 barrel? 15 barrel lagering tank, yeah. Seven barrel brew house, but do double turns on those guys, and we'll do a 15 barrel. We currently have a 10 barrel lagering tank, um, which basically takes four to six weeks if we just turn it right in there. Um, but those usually run out within that time frame. So, want to get another one on there to keep those uh, loggers rolling. And, folks, if you ever find yourself at Unity Park and you never heard of Pangea, go in there, order pizza. They've got other food, phenomenal beer, great little place, family-oriented. I see Corey walking back up here. Hey, Corey. Come here for a second. All right, so give me your thoughts on today's uh, craft beer fest here at uh, Floor Field. Oh, I thought it went great today. Uh, I know Steve will agree with me that uh, we're just glad to uh, have the opportunity to be a part of this uh, super close community we have within the 
the breweries and everything, and uh, it was a great, great outcome, and uh, we were really successful and happy to be here. All right. Well, thank you guys for being out here, for bringing some awesome beers. Bring it to the distro, and we look forward to seeing great things from you guys in the future. All right. We'll be back in just a minute to wrap this thing up. Thanks for listening to the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Promotion Graphics, for our on-site banner. We'd like to thank John Sharkey in the Greenville Craft Beer Fest and the Augusta Craft Beer Fest. We'd like to thank Jonathan and Josh from New Groove Brewing for bringing us to Woodstock and Crispy Fest. And last but not least, our home away from home, Eddie Whittingham and the Clock Tower Tap Room and Billiards in Simpsonville, South Carolina, and Mr. Chris Hitchcock for our theme song. Speaking of, I hear a familiar tune. We're just boys, and we like beer.
Bridges Boys. We like beer. We like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondells, IPAs, cider stouts, and the USA. We're just boys. We like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. This is Eddie Whittingham with Clock Tower Taproom and Billiards, and you've been listening to the Upstate Beer Boys podcast.